Glory to God. My name is Alex and I'd like to welcome you once again to this special podcast, The Fountain of Life. I pray that as the word of God comes forth, you might attune your spirit, that you may see yourself transcend from one realm of glory to another in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The Bible speaking in Matthew chapter 22 from verse 41 While the Pharisees were gathered together, Jesus asked them, saying, Who do you think about the Christ? Whose son is he? They said to him, The son of David. He said to them, How then does David in the Spirit call him Lord, saying, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. If David then calls him Lord, how is he his son? And no one was able to answer him a word. Nor from that day on did anyone dare answer him anymore. You see, in the word of God, there are mysteries. And the scripture tells us in Matthew 13.11 that it has been given unto us to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. Now, for the Lord Jesus Christ, who was called the son of David, how then was it possible that David called him Lord. And in this time and in this era where all of us are trying to be as politically correct as possible, there are certain portions of scripture that are bound to stumble people or to cause a bit of confusion or arguments. And many times, if we are not aware of who we are, we are bound to find ourselves in battles that are not worth the spoil. The scripture tells us in Isaiah chapter 43 verse 7, Everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory, I have formed him, yes, I have made him. Now which name is he talking about? Everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory, I have formed him. Yes, I have made him. Many times when the children of God, we move on this earth, we are not aware of the name that we represent and we are not aware of the kind of impact that we can have on the face of the earth. So we move oblivious of this power and we move where everything is toppling us because we've been programmed to look at God as being way up there and for us we are, we are here. Romans 8 verse 29 For whom he foreknew he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, these he also called. Whom he called, these he also justified. And whom he justified, these he also glorified. What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Now just imagine you move around and you say that you have been glorified. 
do you know the kind of way that people are going to look at you and we know that everyone is quick to call you how blasphemous you're sounding but you are called by a certain name what is that name what is that name that you were given that gives you an identity i had a story uh, a few years ago uh, that was narrated to uh, to me by a man of god in in the 50s there lived a man of god uh, answer alonzo allen aa allen and they, they they were conducting a prayer meeting and the way all these people who were casting out uh, uh, demons but there, there was no change and there was this particular person who was so uh, uh, so much attacked and all the pastors who were surrounding the person were praying with all their might but nothing was happening then A.A. Allen came and reached the person and just whispered in their ears and the person just got still they come down and within within seconds they were okay so these men of god came unto him and they asked him what did you do that we haven't been doing in the last few minutes and he said i just whispered in his ears that my name is a a allen and the person calmed down <laughs> you can imagine how blessed i was Uh, by, by 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 such a story the name that we represent has weight and there is a certain identity that we have been given that we move with that makes us different that makes us unique how much are we willing to carry that in such a sacrosanct way that cannot be shaken many times when we move and we make declarations about certain aspects of scripture that sound nice and maybe caress our feelings we are ready to just talk about them but not enter into them until they become a part of us to see things manifest in our lives Many times when we talk about God we are trying to put him in uh, in a state where we look at him from the point of the things that he has done before rather than the things that he is able to do even in times like this The scripture tells us in Ecclesiastes 1 verse 9 that there is nothing new under the sun but then again the scripture tells us in Isaiah 43 verse 17 that behold I do a new thing now this might actually look like a contradiction but for, for, for the lord to tell us that there is nothing new under the sun this one speaking through uh, Solomon who wrote the book of Ecclesiastes that that means that everything on earth or everything as is was already created before there are so many things that haven't yet manifested 
in the physical but in the spirit they do exist and when is when when is when the prophet isaiah says behold i do a new thing it talks about the limitless ability of god where things are going to go way above what you've ever fathomed way above what you've ever imagined that is why even in this world where it looks like we have moved on and everything is so progressive we have now adopted modern science to to take care of certain things like maybe couples that are failing to have children uh, we've seen cloning now entering as well human cloning there are certain things that still baffle modern science and even they have no explanations for them i was just reading a, a story a few a few hours ago before i came here about a kenyan couple a week ago that uh, that got triplets now the woman she, uh, uh, she's called florence florence mckenna she is 49 years old uh, and uh, and the husband is 54 but they they had been married for 21 years and they had never had children now we know that according to science uh, menopause comes uh, maybe in the mid uh, in the mid 40s okay but this is someone who is approaching 50 just a year short of 50 and she gave birth to triplets she, uh, they had never had uh, they, they had never had children before now just imagine the kind of ridicule that they had to go through the fact that they are a christian couple and for all these years they have been waiting on god they have been waiting on god believing him that their miracle is going to come imagine the kind of ridicule that they faced according to the man he says that his father kept on mocking him and telling him to get another wife but he decided no i'm going to trust my god until something manifests you see just 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 try to picture yourself in in this kind of situation where all you have to do is wait on god because there's nothing else that you are going to do because of your faith now i'm talking in 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 line to the woman because maybe you've already hit menopause and now there's nothing that can be done and all you have to do is wait on god and for other people maybe if they had the financial means they would be calling them stupid because maybe years earlier they could have been pre- presented with with opportunities maybe why don't you try surrogacy why don't you try maybe these fertility doctors and so on and so on and so on I- i'm not trying to believe to modern science i know how hopeful they have been but what kind of limit are we going to put on god and how far are we willing to test and see that indeed the lord is good until these things manifest in our lives 
The scripture tells us in Hebrews chapter 10 verse 23 let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful we are supposed to move steadfast with all our confessions until these things fully dress us up until we are adorned by the lord with his covering to make sure that these things come to pass because many a times when everything around us seems like it has crumbled and everyone is giving us opinions and asking us why we are f- so focused on this god yet there are other solutions and they and, and even some of them being christians telling us maybe you can use a bit of common sense you see but there is a reason why certain things are testimonies and others are not. There, there is one thing talking about maybe the issue of pregnancy because now maybe there is a bit of a solution in regards to surrogacy. How about other aspects where there is nothing that you can do about it because you believe that is the way someone was created. Because you believe that is the only way that can be for that person so you leave them to be like how they were created i i seem to be saying so many stories of late it seems i've i've grown old <laughs> i don't know <laughs> I, i read a book by kenneth again zoe it talked about a story of a young girl who was born uh and she had a condition she was a special needs child so as she grew up she never seemed to fit in with her, with her colleagues now for me the, the the greatest testimony about that was at the age of 18 when she went uh, as they were giving an altar call and she gave her life to Christ she never understood what was happening but in an instant something was triggered within her and she became a sensible person she was able to speak well she learned how to read and write she got married and everything around her life transformed now how would you explain such a thing but how many of us are willing to test and see that indeed the lord is good because the world as we live in there is a lot of pressure there's a lot of puffing and huffing so we are bound to succumb to pressure because we are trying to meet certain expectations but whom do we live for are we living to be seen by people or we are living to represent our lord in whom we have a rich identity and the thing is because we are so scared of being judged and being seen like as if we have been left behind we get desperate and look for quick fixes to make us look uh, 
like like we are fitting in with the world one thing that i can tell you each day that you wake up continue to remind yourself of the promises that the lord bestowed upon your life if the scripture says that he created you for his glory and even you yourself are glorified what makes you lower yourself to certain levels where you are trying to please people i mean you are glorified and you're trying to please people regardless of how long certain things have taken to come into manifestation in your life look at the testimonies of those that have received those things that you're actually yearning for and that should show you that the lord is able to pull you out of that situation the hand of god is not short there is no way you're going to be in that ditch forever so maybe you've been married for so long and you don't have a child yet maybe 10 years but the lord is faithful like the scripture tells us we hold on to the confession of our faith without wavering for he who promised is faithful forever o lord your word is settled in heaven Psalms 119:89 As we continuously move we should be cautious of this amazing love that gave us all these promises with a, with a word that is forever settled in heaven that regardless of how long it takes the Lord is able to redeem time because you can imagine for so many years of being mocked You remember the story of Anna in 1 Samuel how she cried out unto the Lord and begged for just a son that I may dedicate him unto you forever to serve you at least and because she had been mocked so much by uh, by her co-wife Penina but the Lord went over and above not only did she uh, she get Samuel but she got even other children because these things have been given unto us these things are are, are are supposed to be our heritage they are supposed to be things that define us to give us that rich testimony in Christ but are we willing to only look at God as the source or we are also going to be driven into the pressures of the world and before you know it also succumb and and you see the word of god is sure the word of god is the only certainty that we have and there are so many aspects in the word that if we clung unto them we shall see these things come 
faster than we thought. The scripture tells us in Jeremiah 1.12 that I will hasten my word to perform it. There is another version that says I will watch over my word to perform it. So for whatever you believe in God for, just be sure that the Lord is actually watching over it to perform it. But as you pray and as you believe God, which scriptures are you basing on to see to it that that thing comes to pass? Because we are not going to just pray amiss. We are not just going to seek God without knowing the promises that have been given unto us. We have to seek the Lord with this understanding, with this knowledge. Okay? The knowledge that can only come from the word of God. Even if you have received a prophecy, because even the prophetic word, because it has come and it has been given unto him, find scriptures that promise you the things that have been said about you. That is how we fight the good fight of faith. Everything that we desire and everything that we want to see is supposed to come from the Word of God. It is our foundation. It is our insulator to that end that we want to see. We cannot move ignorant of the Word of God and we expect to, to get the victory that we so desire. In times like this, where the whole world is fighting for dominion, the children of darkness are fighting to take over. Yet this is the time for the church to be in dominion. This is the time for us to be in control of all affairs. We cannot be ignorant of the enemy's devices. Otherwise, we shall be, well, for lack of a better word, we shall be crushed. The whole world as we know it is turning much more spiritual. When we were growing up, the kind of magic that, that we used to watch was just simply... Uh, maybe someone hiding cards or doing funny, funny things and we're amazed by, by them. But now when we watch TV and we watch talent shows, the, the kind of magic that is displayed before our eyes is plain witchcraft. Just darkness. And there are so many things that we have... Uh, we, we have... Uh, basically cascaded into our lives either cautiously or subconsciously and we have seemed to accept them as a new normal. But as children of God and as people who are yearning for God, how many things are we going to compromise on? Do we take a time to revalue our lives and just look at the kind of lives that we are living? There is a reason why the Lord tells us in, in Revelation 8, 14, that come out of her, my people, 
Because if we do not come out, we shall be partakers of our plagues. If I'm to paraphrase. There is a limit to how we are supposed to live with certain aspects. And there is the kind of life that we are supposed to live to bring forth the manifestation of the things that have been given unto us. In times like this, and in this era, where the whole world waits for the manifestation of the sons of God, the whole creation groans and is waiting for us. Are we aware of the name that we are called? If I'm to refer to the scripture that I started with, And are we aware of the power that we hold? Galatians chapter 4, verse 1. Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, does not differ at all from a slave, though he is a master of all, but is under guardians and stewards until the time appointed by the father. The funny thing is that even if that uh, even if we know that we are hares per se, or like the scripture calls us gods, okay, uh, in uh, in Psalms 82, verse 6, even if we know of the position that we are supposed to hold, but we are not prepared for it, we can easily be crushed. So it's, it, it goes beyond merely just knowing these scriptures and going around and saying I'm the head and not the tail and and, and so forth and so forth. But are we willing to enter into these positions? Are we willing to see to it that these things come and manifest? Just uh, last week, uh, I was talking about how Christians declare things and they do not come to pass, yet it's in, in line with the word of God. Ask that you may receive, that your joy may be full. As the scripture tells us, but how many of us actually ask, but things don't come to pass? Is there something wrong with God? No. And I learned one thing, that many times, if I ask of the Lord, and the thing is not coming to pass, I know there's, there's no problem with God, so I have to look at myself and, 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 and say, okay, what can I change? about me to make sure that this thing comes to pass because these things have been promised unto us so is there something that I'm missing is there something that I'm lacking we cannot be moving around uh, and, and, and saying that you, you know the common the, the, the common saying that when we ask of God uh, sometimes he says please wait then other times uh, yes, then other times no. The thing is, for as long as you are moving with the consciousness of God as your number one, as your number one, the answer is always going to be yes. It is always going to be yes. In the realm of the Spirit of God, if you are searching God, like the scripture tells us in Proverbs 8, 
17, that I love those that love me and those that seek me early shall find me. For as long as you're searching God, even if it seems like it is a mistake, the hand of God is still going to put you out of that situation. The Lord will never let you go into a ditch. Never. And just because you have made a mistake does not mean that you do not have the wisdom of God. No, it doesn't. First John 2.20 We have an action with the Holy One and we know all things. So if that scripture is given unto you, you're supposed to move with this knowledge and with this understanding that you have the knowledge of God, you have the wisdom of God. Going back to Galatians 4, the heir, as long as he is a child, does not differ at all from a slave, though he is a master of all. Even if you are aware that indeed these things have been bestowed unto you, but you do not know how to get them, you're still going to appear like a slave. You are still going to appear like a servant. So are you ready to go further to make sure that these things manifest in your life? Or you're more comfortable with just saying I'm the head and not the tail, but nothing seems to be happening in your life. Hmm. Isaiah chapter 28 verse 9 it says whom Will he teach knowledge? And whom will he make to understand the message? Those just wind from milk? Those just drawn from the breasts? For precept must be upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line. Here a little, there a little. So as we chase the things, and as we seek to understand the things, we are supposed to move step by step. Step by step until we see to it that they become a reality in our lives. Precept upon precept. Until they do manifest in our lives. Study to show yourself approved of God. <laughs> the interest of their one gives Understanding. Everything that we do and everything that we yearn for, let us purpose to always using the word as, a st- uh, as the standard. It should be the foundation because it gives us the, the platform to thrust uh, to, thrust, uh, to thrust us uh, higher to the places that we want to be. There is one thing, like I said, of knowing that these things have been bestowed unto us. But why aren't they happening in our lives? So we go around saying that we are kings and priests, but we are still living as paupers. We talk about prosperity all the time. But how come we don't have it manifest? My city is through prosperities 
through prosperity shall uh, shed, uh, spread abroad as given to us in Zechariah chapter 1 but but how come we are still well wallowing in all in all situations of of distress you see each and every day of our lives let us endeavor to search for these things search for the deep things of god that are going to make us thrive in this era in this time even if you appear like you're in a desert even if you appear like you're in a situation where you don't have where to turn remember one thing they did not thirst when he led them through the deserts he caused the waters to flow from the rock for them he also split the rock and the waters gushed out that's a scripture that i love so much in isaiah 48 verse 21 every time i feel like this situation is so hard for me like I, i don't know how to come out of it i remember that bit how about in the book of judges where samson had just killed a thousand men with with a jawbone of a donkey and he was thirsty and and he cried out unto the lord and in an instant he was able to drink drink water in everything that we do and in everything that we desire we cannot limit god based on the things that he has done before he is able to do a new thing he is able to do a new thing but for him to do that thing we must be aware of who we are we must be aware of the name that we represent the name that is above all other names like the scripture tells us that every knee bows down to that name the name of Jesus Christ if the prophet isaiah talked about it in in, in 43 verse 7 everyone who is called by my name we are called by the name of our lord jesus christ a man of god one time said that a lion cannot give birth to a goat that is why if we are called by the name of our lord that is what makes us gods That is why the scripture says we shall decree a thing and it shall be established. Do we have this understanding? But it's beyond just knowing these things in the word. Now we have to enter into these things until they manifest. John 15 verse 7 abide if you abide in me and my word abides in you. then you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you where you are dressed up by the word everything adorned then you say something and it manifests in a gif 
You should be aware of who you are. You should be aware of the name that you represent and the fact that you are glorified. That is how you are going to be able to manifest the things in these times where the world is fighting for dominion, where everything has turned spiritual. It doesn't matter how long certain things have taken to manifest. It doesn't matter how difficult the situation is. For as long as we constantly channel our inner man and look unto the Lord, his hand is not short. But even as we look unto the Lord, our thoughts, our thoughts and all our desires, even when we don't speak, should be about him to, to make sure that we don't short circuit some of these miracles. Because there are certain prayers that we make even without speaking. The scripture tells us in Isaiah 65 verse 24, it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are still speaking, I will hear. There are those prayers that are answered even before we speak by what we think about. So I cannot be speaking about prosperity and supernatural health Yet all I think about is abject poverty and I'm scared of falling sick and all these issues. No. Even in thought. That is why we are told to renew our minds. Romans 12. Transport, uh, uh, transport yourself into that place, that, that place of abode, knowing who you are as a God, one who is called by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, the name that is above all names, one who was created for his glory, one who is supposed to live as a testimony in this world where people are supposed to come unto you for solutions. For everything that you desire and for everything that you have yearned for, for as long as you're able to see someone testify of it, someone who has trusted and believed on God until it manifested, for as long as you are rejoicing with them, be sure that your testimony is next in the mighty name of Jesus. Let that be your portion. May you be blessed richly.